We're going to start today with a, a short series called uh, The Official Receipt. Okay? So before we get started, let's come to the Father in a prayer. Okay? Holy Spirit, you are our teacher. You are the one who brings to our memory all the things that Jesus has said. You lead us, teach us in all things. You guide us to truth. Today, we receive truth. In advance, nagpapasalamat kami sa katotohanan na deposit sa amin. And that truth that we know will set us free in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay? So, good morning. Welcome. You know me. I'm Tim. I know you too. I know where you live. I don't know where you live. Greetings to Overflow Hall. Maraming nasa baba. Sa kids, uh, nursery, at sa baba. And uh, we just wanted to talk about official receipt. Today is Palm Sunday. I don't mean to be known. This celebrates the pagpasok ni Jesus in a triumphant way, riding on a, not on a horse, because noong sinauna, ang mga hari na nakasakay sa kabayo, coming into uh, a city the way Jesus did, Pag horse ang sasakyan niya, he is a king ready for war. Kumbaga, yung mode niya is war mode. But the donkey was a symbol of peace, not war. Jesus was called the prince of peace. The word peace is not just the absence of fighting. The word peace means, well, Hebrew word was shalom. It means salvation, wholeness, healing, blessing, abundance, restoration, friendship. So pag sinabi niya, peace be with you, hindi ibig sabihin parang it's just a ritual. Yeah, peace be with you, peace be whatever. No, no, no. Pag sinabi peace be with you, shalom, shalom, means to say, may God bless you with the good life and give you salvation inside and out. And so Jesus came in Palm Sunday. And of course, you know what happened in this Holy Week? People, uh, lahat ng most countries in the world will remember the passion of Christ. Yung kahirapan ni Jesus, yung mga abuse niya, yung torture niya, yung beatings and the shame, the betrayal by his friends, the abandonment by his father, and the death on the cross. Na kung saan, gaya ng sinabi ko kanina, hindi yan suicide. Jesus did not commit suicide. He was not murdered. Sabi niya, no one takes my life. I give it voluntarily. It was not an accident. It was all a part of the plan to take away the sting, the bite of the serpent who had through all generations, kinagat, di ba? Sabi ni God, pagsimula pa lang with Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, that serpent will bite your foot, the foot of your seed, yung offspring ng babae. Says, but he will crush your head. He will kill you. He will wipe out the power of sin and restore all things. Yan ang ginawa ni Jesus. Now, bakit official receipt? Kasi merong at merong resibo ng galing sa langit, which is official, legal. Diba pag merong kang binili na napaka mahal na gamit, merchandise or nagbayad ka sa mga fees ini-issue kanan ng resibo with uh, a sequential number may something like 
authorized by the BIR. Hindi lang siya provisionary receipt, hindi lang siya, you know, scratch paper lang. Merong tinatawag na official receipt. Legal document yan. Kinikip yan. Lalo na kung mahal, kung very uh, expensive yung gamit or may warranty or merong possibility na kailangan mong ipakita yun, papatunayan na you've paid for it. Hindi ka basta-basta magdala ka ng maraming gamit na hawak-hawak ka ng maraming merchandise tapos lalabas ka sa department store, stop ka ni guard, oh, asan yung resibo mo? Anong tanong? Asan ang patunayan mo na bayad na ang hawak mo? And you know what? Meron tayong hinahawakan. Ang panampalataya natin sa mga benefits of our salvation. When the devil questions you and puts doubts sa iyong kaisipan na, am I really saved? Am I really a child of God? Ako'y ba ligtas o forgiven? Who am I? Pag mayroong duda na kailangan mayroong kang hawak na OR ng heaven issued by the Lord Himself showing that this is yung pangahawakan ko. This is my official receipt. That I have been saved by the death of Jesus on the cross. Ang nangyari kay Jesus doon sa cross, yan ang ating OR. So think about that this week. It's your official receipt that you got to hold on to by faith and never let go of that OR. Keep mo yan. Minsan, sinasabi nila, don't lose your receipt. Yan ang pag-asa. Kung kailangan mampalitan yung gamit, may warranties or something, hahanapin nila yung resibo, di ba? Kung wala na yung receipt, parang wala na, wala na. Sasabihin mo, I bought this here at this store. Ay, wala, wala kang patunayan. And the devil will tell you, you have, you're not a Christian. Ikaw pa, ganyan ang ginagawa mo, ganyan ang buhay mo, ganyan ang behavior mo, ganyan ang, you need to have a receipt. Because that will re- give you confidence. That will give you reassurance. No, 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 no. I know that the people who knew me before don't believe me. Sometimes I don't believe myself. Sometimes my behavior, my performance doesn't look kaaya, you know, doesn't seem like I'm a... But I've got this crucifixion na nangyari. Ito ang pinahawakan ko. There is a Savior who took off my sin and put on a robe of righteousness onto me. And you hold the cross of Jesus. You hold the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus as your patunayan, as your evidence. I'm standing on this. This is not my church affiliation. That doesn't give me uh, a proof that I'm saved. I mean, you could be a member here for years. You could be active, maybe even play in a band or serve food. But it doesn't necessarily give you the confidence or the evidence that you're saved. You could have done a lot of good works, helped people, give money, but that doesn't give you enough assurance. What gives you assurance is not looking at your own track record. Are you behaving good like a Christian should? That will not also be stable enough for you. 
Because if you're like me, there's some days you're not so good. Right? So what is your OR? It's not these things. It's what Jesus did for you, not what you're doing for Him. Yan ang official receipt ng heaven for you to have the assurance that the benefits of Christ are yours. Paid for. In full. I want to share with you a few things that Jesus has purchased for you. Gusto mong malaman? Alam mo mga OR, mas gusto ko yung OR na itemized. Alam mo ibig sabihin itemized receipt? Hindi lang yung meals, tapos, you know, 1,550 pesos. Gusto ko malaman, anong singin nila sa orange juice, sa extra rice, makana yung per item? Gusto ko makita yung isa-isaing. Kaysa, kasi minsan, pag, you know, meals and may bayad dyan, parang walang significance, hindi ko magets. I wanna see it detailed. Don't you want to know the details of what Jesus bought for you? Don't you want to know the, the specifics? <laughs> well, the mother of them all, the, the pinaka maganda na benefit that Jesus bought for us all is number one, forgiveness. That's the, that's, that's where it all starts. Pinaka mahalaga yung forgiveness. Uh, 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 one of the, one of the words in the English language is to expiate. Okay, this is to make something go away. Uh, sa simpleng salita, ang word forgiveness o kapatawaran means to release. To let it go. May hawak ka na halimbawa, hawak ka ng papel, nandun yung papel, nandun yung utang mo. And yung, yung tao sa banko o sa store is they just drop it in the trash. Andun yung listahan ng utang mo. Andun na yung record ng mga wrongs mo, ang kasalanan mo. And they just let it go. It goes away. Ganda, no? Imagine, yan ang nangyari sa kasalanan mo. God made a way to take it off of you. Kasalanan na ganagawa mo, walang ibang guilty kundi ikaw, ako. Pero si Jesus ay naging pag ano ano siya tagapag bayad ng utang natin pagbayaran pangtubos pagtatakip ng sala pakikipagka sundo ulit sa Dios why because the things that were wrong ginawa niyang right paano by making the problem go away anong problem na yan the problem of sin Wala nang ibang weapon laban sa'yo ang, kas, ang, ang Satan, si Satan, kundi the unforgiven sin. Yung sin na hindi pa removed. But Jesus, nung inako niya ang iyong kasalanan, of course, hindi pa tayo pinapanganak, pero alam ni Jesus kung anong magiging kasalanan mo. Alam niya. Praise God, He chooses not to remember them. Today. Pero nung 2,000 years ago, in that holy week, He remembered your sins. Paano yan, Pastor? He remembered them. And a future pa ako. Hindi pa ako pinapanganak. You're saying He remembered the future? Kaya niya yun eh. Kaya ni God yun. 
He holds time in His hand. He remembered the future of your sins. He remembered. And God remembered, He put on Jesus every sin that you've ever had or ever will have. He put it on Jesus so that it would go away from you. He made you righteous by removing the problem of your sin. So, and not just sin, pati yung guilt. Because if you say, well, I, I think, tama, Jesus took my sin, but I still feel guilty. You still feel guilty? Don't raise your hand. But you know what? Jesus was judged guilty. The Romans tried to say, si Pilate, yung governor, sabi, I don't think he's guilty. Pero sigawan ng crowds, guilty siya. Naglagay pa sila, nagbinayaran ng mga false uh, witnesses para i-judge guilty at i-condemn, accuse, condemn, and judge guilty si Jesus. Kahit wala, wala siyang kasalanan. But he was judged guilty so that today you will not be judged guilty. Jesus, through forgiveness, removed sin and guilt. Write it down. He removed sin and guilt. If you are, if you believe in Jesus, you have to believe He removed your sin. And He removed your guilt. If you, actually He removed your sin even if you don't believe Him. Hello? Does that shock you? Listen, God does not wait for you to beg forgiveness. And then He thinks about it. Mm-hmm, I don't know. Beg some more. You know, Try harder. Then I'll think about maybe I'll forgive you. Well, singing up? Okay, last. This is the last time. That is not how God treats our sins. Look at me. God already forgave your sins at the cross. Whether you believe it or not, it's still true. But if you, if you believe it, it will remove the guilt. Are you, are you following me? If, if you believe, if you don't believe it, it has no benefit in your life. Now or ever. But if you believe it, it will benefit you. Why? Jesus, John the Baptist called out, John chapter 1 verse 29. There, that God, that's Jesus, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the good people? Of the church members? No, what? Of the world. The whole world. Of the, of the Buddhists and the Muslims and the rapists and the atheists? Yes, the, he takes away the sin of the world. That's what it says. So there's no need to be guilty. Because Jesus took away the sin. If you don't believe that, you'll still be condemned unnecessarily. Unnecessarily. There's no need to walk around feeling guilty and sin because Jesus has taken away all the sin of the world.
It says in Isaiah chapter 53, verse 6, listen to this, that He caused, God caused the iniquity of us all, yung kasalanan ng lahat tayo, to fall on Him. It was a prophecy about Jesus. Our sins will go to Him, fall to Him, come off of you and go on to Jesus. Hebrews 9.26 says He has uh, been manifested, He was revealed to put away sin by the sacrifice of Himself. So number one, forgiveness. It removes the sin and guilt off of you. Number two, this is what Jesus bought for you. He bought you, and this is a big word, just, just look at it, propitiation. Okay? You don't have to spell it. And you don't even have to uh, say it perfectly. But here's what it means. Sa simpleng salita. It means full payment of a debt or of a obligation. Okay? Full payment. Not a partial payment. Not a down payment. Not a promissory note. Are you following me? Jesus paid a price. Hindi para bayaran ng ang utang niya, hindi para uh, sa sarili niyang kasalanan, he paid a price for your sins. And it was not a down payment, and then you pay the balance. It was not a, um, you know, kasunduan uh, you will have a delayed payment, you know, installments with 0% interest. Wala nang ganyanan. It was a full payment. The word propitiation means it removes the debt totally. It's a full payment to the satisfaction of the one being paid. And in propitiation, it removed God's anger. Anger. Anong anger? Yung galit ng Diyos. Alam mo, ang Diyos ay hindi nagagalit sa'yo. Galit sa kasalanan because ang kasalanan nakakasakit sa'yo. God loves you. For God so loved the world. Doesn't say He was angry at you and He hates you. For God so loved the world. That's why He hates sin. Because whatever hurts the one He loves, He has to hate that. Do you hate the one that, do you hate the sickness on your baby? Do you hate the poverty that strikes your family? Right? Do you hate the floods that wash out your house? Of course, anything that hurts you or hurts the one you love, you'll hate that. Sin hurts us. It hurts our marriage. It hurts our families. It hurts our emotions. It hurts our future. Sin hurts us. So God hates sin because He loves you. Get it clear in your head. God does not hate you. God is not mad at you. But he was mad at the sin in your life and in my life. Pero tignan mo, as if kailangan niya ibuhos ang galit niya, nararapat galit ang Diyos sa kasalanan. That's righteous anger. That's just. Pero para siyang ano eh, ang nangyayari is, himbis na ang galit ng Diyos sa kasalanan, himbis na may buhos sa'yo, Inako ni Jesus sa sarili niyang katawan. You know the concept of a shock absorber? 
Sino sa inyo nagdadala ng sasakyan? You have a motorcycle or, or tricycle and it's very uh, bumpy, no? And nararanasan mo ng bawat, uh, you know, bukol or butas sa road. And it, it's, it just, that means the shock absorber is not effective, no? But a good shock absorber, siya ay, ano, yung, yung, yung shock, yung bump, ma-absorb doon sa shock absorber para hindi mararanasan na masyado yung passenger ng sasakyan. That's what Jesus did. He shock absorbed the anger of God. So it would not come to us. It was all on Jesus. Jesus became the lightning rod. Kung alam yung concept of lightning rod. Meron siyang parang bakal na napakataas. They put it on the top of a building. So pag mayroong lightning storm, yung mga lightning and thunders, instead of hitting the building or hitting the PLDT wire or instead of hitting the electric wire and madisisira yung mga ref, yung mga gamit sa bahay, it will hit that Parang it attracts the strike of lightning. Do you, maybe we don't have one in our houses, but actually at Thunderbird, they have one. In the hotel, they have one. A lightning rod. It attracts, it absorbs the strike of the lightning. And it goes down into the ground so that it will not damage the hotel. Jesus was the lightning rod that received the strike of heaven. Received the beating, the punishment, the full payment, the full penalty for our sins. It was absorbed by Jesus by paying the price. The price. He died in our place and removed the anger. Now listen, here's one thing more. It's not, this is a note, it's not just only that. Jesus removed God's anger from us. But He turned it into favor. Yung galit ng Diyos nung strinite niya si Jesus through the cross, the anger of God turned into favor. Goodness. If the scripture says, the anger of God lasts just only a moment. But His favor lasts for a lifetime. Do you like that? God has no more anger to put on you because it was all put on Jesus on your behalf. And now, what God has for you is nothing but favor, favor, favor. Surely, goodness and mercies will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies do not end. They are brand new every single morning. He's so good. You know, He removed it. God's you know, the, the propitiation of Jesus did not turn God's anger into love. He already loved you. His anger was not turned into love because the love was already there the whole time. But He turned His anger into favor so that love could fulfill its purpose of doing good. 
hindi bagay na galit pa ang Diyos and he's sa, sa kasalanan and he's doing good to you. He had to remove the anger, remove the sin. Now, wala na sa gabal to block the goodness of God to you. Every day. So when you, when you start feeling, you recognize a blessing and you say, wow, this is a blessing. Don't sabotage the blessing. Wag mong isipin na, something's wrong. Why am I blessed? Wag mong isabot, wag mong si, wag mong i-doubt yung goodness ni God. Wag mong sabihin na, wait a minute, this, this, this is too good to be true. I don't deserve this. Maybe this will, this will not last. You know? Uh, I, I don't think I deserve this. Something's wrong. Don't sabotage. Don't block the Lord's favor on your life. Expect it and receive it. And just say, thank you. Just say, thank you. Just say, thank you. Just say, thanks. Romans chapter 3, verse 25. Look at this. Read this scripture with me. It says, God with undeserved kindness declares that we are righteous. Okay, stop. Stop. But you might say, wait a minute, I don't feel, I don't feel righteous. You know, I'm trying my best. But I don't feel righteous. That's too much, you know. I'm just a good person, but I'm not righteous. You know what? If, even if you don't feel righteous today, anong mas reliable na evidence sa RTC, sa Regional Trial Court of Heaven? Okay? HTC, Heaven's Trial Court. Ano mas reliable, ano mas credible na evidence? How you feel this morning? Or what God declares? Yeah. So pwedeng itabi na lang yung feelings because even if you don't feel righteous, God said, it's right here in the Bible. God, it's, you don't deserve it, so it's undeserved. It's His kindness, not your goodness. But here's the result. He declares you righteous. Okay? In sign language, this is righteous. That's what it means. Accepted. Acceptable. Okay na okay. Katanggap, tanggap. And it goes on to say, He did this. Okay? Did is a past tense, by the way. He did this through Christ Jesus when, kailan? When did God declare me righteous? When He freed us from the penalty for our sins. Did you know that you were freed from the penalty? It's your penalty. It's your penalty. But Jesus took it away from you and put it on Himself. And when that happened, you were declared righteous by God. It says, people are made, this is the last line, when people are made right with God, when? When does this happen? When they believe that Jesus Christ sacrificed his life. My question is, did you believe that Jesus sacrificed his life for you? If you believe in Jesus and receive that, you are declared righteous. Yeah, 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 but I didn't do good things. Stop it already. 
that does your your feelings the way you think about yourself does not have the same credibility as what God says about you. He declares you righteous. He believes that. It says in Hebrews 2 verse 17 that Christ made propitiation. There's the word again. Christ made propitiation. Okay, what does that mean? Christ made a full payment to the total satisfaction. Okay, full and satisfactory payment. Not a down payment. Christ made full payment for the sins of the people. First John 4.10 In this, this is love. Not that we loved God, but He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation. The full satisfactory payment for our sins. Are you getting this? So the first thing Jesus bought for you purchase was he bought you forgiveness so that your sin and your guilt are removed then he bought you propitiation so that the anger of god is removed so wala nang sagabal wala nang issue ni god sayo wala nang you know balak gumanti ang dios sayo wala nang ganyanan he has no problems with you that's why the angel said, peace on earth. And my goodwill is towards men. There's no issue that God has to settle with you. He already settled with your proxy. God already settled the accounts with your representative head, Jesus. He doesn't need to talk to you about your sins. God talked to Jesus about your sins. And you know what the result was of that talk? Guilty. Guilty, guilty, guilty. And the punishment is death. And it happened. Justice was served. Sino yung mga nag-aaraw ng law dito? Alam niyo na itong lawyer. Alam niyo yung lawyers nito. Walang double jeopardy. Anong ibig sabihin double jeopardy? Okay, kung merong fine or merong sentence, isa lang. Okay, I sentence you to 10 years. Muntin lupa. Ganun. After 10 years, pag nakalabas na, sign the papers, sentence fully paid, fully served, 10 years. Now, you cannot arrest that guy again for the same crime. Right? Is that, is that logic? You cannot put that person another 10 years. A bucket. Uh, wala lang. So, hindi pwede. Walang double jeopardy in heaven. You understand that? Your sentence has already been paid off. You're acquitted by Jesus. Alright? Yeah. Now, the third benefit is reconciliation. Everybody say reconcile. reconcile. Reconciliation is the removing of our status bilang separated from God. It removed our status of separation from God. Dahil sa kasalanan, ayon sa Isaiah chapter 59 verse 2, it says, sins separate you or cut you off from God. Because of your sins, He has turned away and will not 
listen anymore. Okay, listen. Tignan mo. Tignan mo ako. Isaiah chapter... Isaiah was a book of prophecy in the Old Testament. So when we read this, Isaiah 59, ang pinag-usapan dito is the Old Covenant, the Old Testament, before Jesus came and gave the wine of the New Covenant. So in the Old Covenant, totoo ito. Pag nagtasala ka, pak, may gap kayo ni God. Mayroong separation. He cannot fellowship with you. So what will you do? Mayroong grace pa rin ang Diyos sa Old Covenant. Mayroong pa rin siyang uh, paraan. Ang gagawin mo bilang isang believer, kukuha ka ng tupa o kaya kambing. And you will bring a sacrifice, an offering. Dito ba? And when you sacrifice, you kill the animal. Imbis na ikaw mamamatay, yung animal, ang matatanggap ng parusa mo. And God will accept that as a way to remove your sin. In fact, mayroong tinatawag na scapegoat. Kambing na kung saan magpapatong ng kamay mo sa kambing, confess your sins, and your sins are transferred to the goat. And the innocence of the goat goes to you. And that's how people get restored to have relationship with God in the Old Testament. Here's the problem. Next week, they sin again. Right? So they have to keep doing this process over and over again. You want to stay right with God? You're going to have to do a lot of sacrifices and try your best. Kasi mahal Eventually, gastos. Imagine if you're killing a goat every month. So they have to try their best na bawasan ang kasalanan. Pero wala nang ganyan ang system today. So if you're very religious and you try to do rituals para somehow maski papaano makakapagbawas ng kasalanan ko, kaya hindi ako kakain ng karne, kaya hindi ako, hindi ako gagawin, mga ganun. Those, those are not helping you. Because we are not under that Old Testament system anymore. Because you don't have to bring a lamb to be sacrificed. Because the lamb of God was sacrificed. Are you with me? It's Isaiah... In chapter 59, he says, Your sins separated you from your God. But later on, in the last verse of that same chapter, it says, The Redeemer will come. He will come and He will buy back. And His Spirit will never leave them. Romans 5 verse 10, it says, For while, if while we were still sinners... Or enemies. We were, past tense, ulit, past tense. We were, you were, sabi mo, I was, reconciled to God. Reconciled. Through the death of His Son. Now, much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved by His life. Tingin ako. Kung ikaw ay kasa-celebrate ng monthsary, tapos nag-aaway kayo, and uh, you know, it seems like 
hindi maitutuloy tong relationship, then you try, if you really love that person, you try to reconcile. Right? When you're married and, and your spouse leaves you, say, I don't, you know, because of the covenant of marriage, you have to do everything, everything, you, everything, just to reconcile. You will look for tagapamagitan, counselor, a friend, tulay, someone who can, you know, get you back together. Well, God loves you so much. Hindi ka pa committed sa kanya, siya'y nag-commit sa'yo. You might not, even today, you might not be so committed to Him, but He's committed to you. God is committed to you. That's why He reconciled. That's what it says right here. In, in uh, Romans, he says, while we were enemies. Listen, you did not reconcile yourself to God. Well, I joined the church. No, that did not reconcile you to God. Well, I gave money. I, I attended Bible study. I, I bought a CD in a Christian music. That does not reconcile you to God. You, you do it, that's good. But that is not the one that brings you back to peace with God. You do not reconcile yourself to God. He reconciled you to Himself. You were His enemy. We were His enemies. He reached out to you. He put His Spirit to give you a hint that He loves you. And to give you the idea that He saved you. And you can receive Jesus. The Holy Spirit is the one who worked the, um, you know, the, the bridge to bring you back to a right relationship with God. And so, I want you to know that the reconciliation, this tong relationship mo sa Diyos, wala nang sagabal, wala nang gap. God has removed the separation. There's nothing anymore that would separate you from God. Kaya nasabi mo, yeah, but I sinned. That will not separate you. Before, in the Old Testament, it would. But not today, because Jesus has removed the separation. If you sin, it only affects the way you think. But it does not change how God thinks about you. It might cause you to avoid Him, but it will never cause Him to avoid you. Are you following me? You believe that? God is not disgusted with you. He's attracted to you. He's attracted to you, not because you look so good and your behavior is perfect. He's attracted to you because you're wearing Jesus. And He approves of Jesus. If you get Jesus in, on your heart, you believe in Him, and you're born with this new life, the DNA of Christ is in you. And you actually, in your spirit, man, you look like your daddy. Your heavenly daddy. Diba? It's true. Sun natural, we got the DNA of our physical father. So we start to look like Him. Whether that's good or bad, accept it. Wala magagawa. 
it will just happen. As you get older, I look like my dad. Kaboses ko siya. Some mannerisms. My son Zion acts like me without trying. Listen, he doesn't even try to act like me. He acts like me the way he sleeps. It's inborn. It's natural. And when you get born again, it's natural. You will start to look like your father without effort, without doing double time religious rituals and trying to perform. You just recognize who you are and whose you are and you will see the changes just come out. The only thing that will slow down the process is if you think you're the same that you were. But don't believe that. You've been redeemed. Sabimo, I've been redeemed. Sabimo, I am no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. And that brings us to number four. The what purchase of God, the purchase of Jesus on the cross. And you have their OR, right? The sin and guilt was removed through forgiveness. The anger of God was removed through the propitiation. The separation between you and God was removed because of the reconciliation. And now, because of redemption, redemption, pagtubos, pagtubos, the attachment or the tali is removed. The attachment or yung pagkatali sa captor. Ano yung captor? Sa isang kidnap for ransom, mayroong tinatawag na captor and captive. Sinong captor? Yung na-capture. Yung captive. Uh, yung, I'm sorry. The captor, baliktad. Yung captor was the kidnapper ng kikidnap. The captive was the victim. Are you with me? So, uh, Jesus came to redeem us. To remove our pagiging captive. To take away yung tali, kung, sa, kung ano yung power na nakatali sa ating captive. Captive, pag may kidnap for ransom, usually they bind the captive. Tinatali. Sama ng pakinggan, ano? yung word tali. Nakatali ako sa trabaho nito. Gusto kong sumama sa encounter, pero nakatali ako sa, encounter, sa gawaing bahay. Nakatali ako sa maling lover. Nakatali ako sa ganitong responsibility. Ganyan. So, it's something that it speaks of bondage. You want to get out. You want to break free, but you cannot. Why? Because you're captive by a captor. Someone is holding you to that lifestyle, to that uh, habit, to that way of thinking. 
Somebody is holding you against your will. Ayaw mo sana, pero wala ka magawa because you are captive. But Jesus is the Redeemer. Diba? So, He removes yung pagka, pagiging captive. Yung, yung, uh, yung captor is yung tagabihag. But Jesus ay siya isang manunubos sa tagabihag. He takes you. He gets you out of that bondage. He removes the chains how does he do it? By paying off the ransom. More kidnapped for ransom, diba? They just are fundraising, actually. They just are raising money, diba? They Or maybe harassment or terrorism. Pero usually, nagdi-demand sila. Five million for Brother Pedro. You know? Twenty million for Brother Ferdinand. 150,000 for Jerry. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Joke. They will put a price. They will name a price. Then, Jesus, Jesus paid the price to redeem you. He paid it with his own blood so that you could be released. He said, I did not come to be served. I came to serve and to give my life for you as a ransom payment for many. And you know, we need redemption. We need to be redeemed from three areas. Jesus released us, paid the ransom so that we could be redeemed from the curse of the law. Sumpa ng batas. There was a law. The law of God. And maganda ang law. Sino sa inyo naniniwala? Ang ganda ng buhay kung makakapag-follow ka ng Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments are a good moral law. But no one could follow it. Perfectly. And Sabatas, it says, if you don't obey all the laws all the time, you will be cursed. Well, that's everybody. Sino sa inyo sumunod ng Ten Commandments? All the time, all the laws. Okay? Kung nagtasang kamay, you broke one already because it says you lied. Diba? Nag-lie ka na. Diba? Well, I never killed anyone. But you broke number nine. Because COVID is always talking about the heart. You might not kill someone, but you wanted to kill someone. So you broke the law because you wanted to. Are you following me? So it says in Galatians 3, verse 13 and 14, that Christ redeemed us from the curse. Yung curse is yung, if you break any law, kahit malit lang, you are under curse. That's a curse. But Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. Naging sumpa si Jesus so that we could be redeemed. 
from the curse. So ang curse or ang uh, consequences of breaking the laws ay hindi mapapasa atin because Jesus absorbed the curse of the law. And today, in the New Covenant, we are not even under the law. He adopted us as children and we are under His grace. The second thing is the guilt of sin. He redeemed us from the guilt of sin. Romans 3.24 He justified us as a gift by His grace through the redemption, which is in Jesus Christ. And also third, from the power of sin. Yung, yung lakas ng paghawak sa'yo ng kasalanan. Di ba minsan, pagkasalanan, hindi kakadiri. Minsan, napakasarap ang kasalanan. Aminin. Aminin. Kasalanan, uh, it makes you feel good. It's attractive. You will not be tempted to do something yucky. To go after someone ugly. To steal something you don't want. It, the temptation is always something that looks good. And so, that's how Satan get, gets a power on you. So that you become addicted, hooked on sin like a drug, like an addict. You can't stop. Kaya bondage nga eh. Ayaw mo sana mamuhay na nakatali sa kasalanan. Pero as much as you want to get away, you cannot. Nung hindi ka pa believer in Christ. But because of Jesus, you have to believe that He set you free. You're, you could sin, but you don't have to. Nakakala mo, nakatali ka doon, but you're not. The chains are broken. Tumambay ka lang doon sa gilid ng kasalanan, but you're not stuck there. You can walk away anytime. Because kung sino mang nakipag-isa kay Kristo, siya isang bagong nila lang, and the old nature passes away. And you're born again with a new seed, a new DNA, a new nature. And the new nature doesn't like to sin. That's why some Christians are so frustrated. Bakit? Kasi nung hindi ka pa na nakatanggap kay Jesus, hindi ka pa na, nakatanggap ng new DNA, nananatili ka sa kasalanan, and that's very natural for you. Parang napaka-ordinary yan, kasi eh, yun ang natural environment mo. Pero nung tinanggap mo si Jesus, biglang may away within you. Because nakaroon ka ng new nature. Panibagong appetites. At ayaw mo na. Ayaw mo na ng kasalanan. Hindi na attractive sa'yo. Pero you still feel, you still feel obligated. You still think that wala akong choice eh. Ganito, ganito ako eh. Hilig ko. No, no, no. You have to recognize, yes, there's still temptation. But you are not obligated. You don't have to live a life of sin. The power of sin is broken. Yes. Could you say that with me? Say, the power of sin is broken. Yes. Say it three times. The power of sin is broken. The power of sin is broken. The power of sin is broken. Wala nang tali sa'yo. It's been removed. And once you realize that, it will help you set free. You see, truth does not set you free. Only the truth that you know. 
sets you free. Jesus said, you will know truth and truth will set you free. The truth that you don't know can do nothing for you. Okay, I'm trying to give you a strong grip. Matibay at malakas na paghahawak sa iyong OR. This official receipt of your faith in what Jesus did for you will set you free. First Peter chapter 1, verse 18 and 19 said, Knowing that you were not redeemed with perishable things like silver or gold from your futile way of life, inherited from your you know, biological fathers. No, but you were redeemed with precious blood. Napaka-valuable. As a lamb unblemished and spotless. The blood of Christ. It was paid. Fully paid. And you're released from that. And now you can live right. You're free to live righteously. You are right. Just now you're free to live it that way. And if you choose not to, you're still righteous. But hindi na bagay sa ang kasalanan. Kung before, normal. Pero ngayon, hindi na bagay sa'yo. Because you're a different creation. It says in First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 20. Let's read this. Glorify God in your bodies. It doesn't say, glorify, your, glorify God with your bodies. Then you can be with Christ. No, it says you were already bought. Past tense. God owns you. Now you're free to use your body in its proper design. To use your relationships, your love life, sex life, money life, thought life, to use all that God has given you in the right way, in the right order, in the right timing, with the right priorities. Why? Because God owns your you, you, you've, you've been bought. He redeemed you. Not to use you or to make you a slave again, but to set you free. I'm no longer a slave to fear. Child of God. And the children are free. Last one. Okay, the victory over the evil one. Victory. Everybody say victory. Victory, victory removes the defeat. Removes the defeat from our lives. Kung hindi na bagay sa iyo ang kasalanan, hindi rin bagay sa iyo ang pagkatalo o ang defeat. It is the most natural thing for you to live a champion life. You do not, listen to me, you do not have to try hard to achieve a victory. Victory is your starting position. You already are standing right now, spiritually speaking, huh? I don't know, maybe you lost your job or you lost the beauty contest or whatever. Those, that doesn't matter. But spiritually, you are standing on a platform of a champion. Alam mo yung sa Olympics may ganon? Alam mo yung ganon? Nakita mo yung parang hagdanan na dito yung gold medal and then may mga iba hanggang sa Consolation prize lang. Pero dito ka sa gold medal, win, gold medal winner, you are standing with Christ, the, the, cha- the champion, capital C. He is the champion. You're standing there with Him as a teammate. 
And he has won the victory. He overcame the grave. He overcame death, sin, curse, lahat yan. And you're standing from a position of victory. You're not trying to get there. You're already there. When the Bible says, fight the good fight of faith, it's not so that you can win a victory. It's so that you can keep the victory relevant in your head. Are you following me? It's keeping the victory relevant in your everyday life. That is the fight that we fight. We're not in a battle to try to get a blessing. We're already blessed. You're not in a battle to try na somehow maski papaano makabawas ka ng kasalanan. You're already pinagawalang sala. It's gone. You're not trying to remove the distance or the gap between you and God. Trying to have a better relationship with Him. You already have a perfect relationship with Him. But you fight the good fight to keep believing that and it will be relevant in your communication with God, in your prayer and and study. It will just be relevant in every area of your life. It says in Colossians uh, 2 verse 15, He disarmed the rulers and authorities, put them to open shame by triumphing over them in Him. Alam mo yung, yung mga bomb squad? Pag mayroong bomb threat, mayroong special group, and they go and get the bomb out of where, may, sometimes sa, sa airplane, di ba? may nagplant ng bomb sa bus, lalo na sa, sa Middle East. Halos araw-araw, ha? Busy, busy mga bomb squad doon. Kasi laging, mahilig sila maglagay ng mga bomba, no? And uh, they would put a bomb somewhere and the bomb squad will have to get that bomb out before it explodes. And they will have to put it someplace else where it will be contained. Kung kaya nilang i-disarm, di ba may mga red wire? Sa movies, di ba may red wire and blue wire? And hindi nila, basta... Gugunting yung red or blue, 50-50. So they will risk their life and try to, you know. But may ganon, either they would disarm it, or better, sometimes they, they don't know how to disarm it. They just put it in a big um, container. Parang yung gas tank ng ilalim ng gasoline station. Those kind of shape uh, like that, but special kind of steel, and they inject it with acid that will diffuse the bomb and water and pressure. They have different techniques depending sa kano classing bomb, but they will disarm, gagawing hindi effective ang bomb. Satan had put a bomb in your life, a bomb in your family, to destroy you, to ruin your life and ruin your future. To keep you away from God. But Jesus came to disarm and discharge that bomb so that it will not blow up in your life. He removes the threat so there is no more problem. And this, these, these benefits, you know, the forgiveness and the propitiation to remove the anger of God and the sin and the guilt to remove the gap, to remove, you know, this defeat and to remove the separation, all of these things. This is 
God's gift to us. For God so loved you, the world, me, he gave. And if you believe in that, you will experience eternal life. But I encourage you, keep the death and the burial and the resurrection of Jesus in your heart, in your faith. Hold on to this as your official receipt. And this week, when you doubt your sonship to God, hold up that official receipt and say, I'm no longer a slave to fear because Jesus became a son of man. I can become a child of God. You hold on to that receipt. When you feel unforgiven, you say, Jesus was judged guilty so that I will be released and forgiven and all sin will be removed. You say, well, you know, I feel so far from God. I I don't feel His presence. He doesn't want to be near me. I I can't go to church. I don't want to be in the worship today. If you feel that, then you remember Jesus said on the cross, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So that today you can say, my God, my God, thank you that you'll never leave me or forsake me. That's your official receipt. When you feel weak and the things are piling up, the pressures and all the people say, you can't do it, you're defeated, it's no hope. You remember that there is a victory that Jesus purchased for you. Victory over sin. Victory over defeat. Victory over shame. You're not a loser. You were born again as a child of God to live a championship life. So hold on to your OR. Don't let it go. Keep the benefits of Jesus Christ's death on the cross always ready in your heart. Take this this, uh, sheet of paper and go memorize the scriptures. Read verses about the victory that Jesus got on the cross. Sing songs about the death and resurrection of Jesus. Talk in your cell groups about what Jesus did for you on the cross. Always point it back to Jesus, who He is, and what He's done. Yen po ang kabasihan ng ating tagumpay. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank You for what You did on the cross. You are a champion. You are the champion. That You took our future, our palpak, our ugliness, And you gave us your perfection, your beauty, and your favor. Thank you for removing our sin, our shame, our guilt. Thank you, Father, for pouring out your anger in a controlled way to remove all of your righteous anger that would not come to us, but it would explode on the cross so that your favor could last a lifetime in our lifetime. Thank you for removing the separation, for bridging the distance so that we could have intimacy with you, a relationship ng directly, personally. Thank you, Jesus, that you are our bridge, tagapamagitan, and that no one comes to the Father but through you. But through you, we have intimacy. We have a Father. And we can cry out, Abba, Daddy, Daddy, I love you.
because you first loved me. And we thank you, Father, for doing that, for initiating the relationship. Thank you for taking away the curse. Thank you for taking away the power of sin and giving us the victory. Wow, you're so good. This Holy Week, give us, Lord, the faith to hold on to this as our receipt, as our assurance and confidence, a guarantee of the good things to come. We love you, and we receive all your benefits in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.